Okay, so we gotta figure out which movie we're gonna watch today, and I elect a presidential movie. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, when you said sucks. you were gonna make a bad joke, I didn't realize it would be that. I apologize to everybody <laughs> listening to this. I'd like to restart and do a new intro. We can't recount the votes, I'm sorry. We already got it. <laughs> you can't you can't stop the podcast. Stop no, start the podcast. I can't remember which one we're doing right now. Are we ahead or behind here? I can't remember. Find out next Tuesday on Rough Cut. <laughs> Strike me from the ballot, says Norm McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> podcast about bad dog movies. My sure. name is Ilion, and this is my co-host, Boix. Hi, Boix. I, I don't care about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, this movie's... <laughs> this movie has the lowest stakes of all time. I I did a little research on that, in fact, when we were, uh... Yeah. Did you? Did yeah. you do research? Oh my god. I did research for this I'm very movie. proud of you. This might be your first occasion on the podcast. Everybody, That's let's give bullsh- him a clap. We've, we did like four hours of research for <laughs> Oliver Daly. We didn't find out jack no, shit. That man's shit. an enigma wrapped in a mystery, but we, we did research it. I I mean, this is a direct-to-DVD movie, Dr. Doolittle 4. Tale to the Chief. Harum pum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that type of movie. It's not that type of movie. There's no fucking movie, actually. It's just, there's nothing happens. Literally nothing happens. This is the one of the most nothing happens movies that we've ever seen. Um, I don't know that the stakes have ever been lower. If they'd be any lower, they'd be pitching a tent, which also relates to Tale to the Chief. They need to stop calling it that. <laughs> what a fucking terrible title I, it's not the only terrible thing in this film so and I'm not just talking about Norm MacDonald <laughs> anyway. we didn't even know was in this movie because he we specifically removed his name from the film and he's top bill main character number two hey, hey guys guys I, I finished filming I finished filming did, did they check clear Yeah, it, it's, in the, it's in the bank yeah? Alright, strike me from the film. No, no, yeah. no. I mean, like, take, take, no, I know my character is a main, take their name out of the credits. I don't want it uncredited. I, I want the name of the character out of the film, too. I don't want any, nothing can survive. Take it out. I take, no, I said all of it. Take all of it out. I don't no care. One, no, don't credit me. <laughs> no one can know that Norm MacDonald played Another dog in a dog movie outside of he's Vampire Dog. He's literally not even, yeah, like, he's literally not even listed as, like, his character isn't listed and then says, like, uncredited yeah. or something. There's nothing. No, there's his the character's character not even is there. stricken from the film. Yeah, the character's in the film, but that character's not credited in the film. <laughs> no. Yeah, 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 like, that, that character is not even listed in the credits. One of, like, what, the probably top four characters for lines in this film maybe even top three there's Doolittle, the president uh the president's daughter and then Doolittle's dog which is norm mcdonald so it's at least top four yeah i, I also love that you're naming them as like 
the president, the president's daughter. What's the name of the president? Look. That's the name of the president's daughter. Are you are you claiming that I did not pay enough attention to this movie or that they No, I'm saying the movie I don't think fucking tells us because I don't fucking remember. I don't think this isn't a call out. I'm trying to ask for help. I don't know. Maya Maya's the only character I know, because that's the main character. I remember I remember a second name. I remember a second name. No, I remember three names. I remember remember some of the dogs. I remember Cole. Cole, Cole's a character. No, Cole Cole's is the weird you... person that we don't know if no, they're like no. secret service. Cole or... is something you burn for warmth, like this DVD. <laughs> I would burn that man for warmth. God. <laughs> All right, we've avoided talking about this movie long enough. Let's just jump right on in, shall we? So our main character starts out, and immediately we get into the main plot of the film. Um, where she Hold is on. trying out for a university because she wants to go somewhere very prestigious and make a name for herself after her famous father, the Dr. Doolittle. Um, and she's going to try and become a vet just like him. So she wants to go to, you know, the most prestigious university because she can find San Francisco University. Okay, first of all, I take offense to you calling this a plot. <laughs> you need to stop that. That's true, but I, I want to. Second of all, you... nobody in universe calls him Doctor Doolittle. They all call him Doctor D. Oh, they do. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I totally love Doctor D. My cat. Don't Mr. call him Doctor D. Dr. D. Uh, they don't call her Dr. D. I don't want to talk about how many characters really want the Dr. D, because no, there's a no. lot of people that are really, really hyped about Dr. D. <laughs> they don't call Maya Dr. D. They call her father Dr. D. I know. And, and why are there so many of them that do this? I, I don't know. I have, a, I have a different question for you, though. Yeah, sure. So, here's the research that I did. Um, okay. Because we're talking about how low the stakes are for this movie, in that, uh-huh. like, it's kind of sort of about whether she can get her college application through. When she's not, also, not like, even, a super Not rich... even a grant. She's not even getting, like, no scholarship. She just wants to apply and get accepted. Yeah. Which, she, she is the daughter of one of the most famous people in this universe, living in a massive mansion. She has no fucking problems with that. But anyways... Yes. Let's just say that she's... So she's trying to get in, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I looked at the Forbes top college rankings for the United States. Where okay. does San Francisco University rank, boys? Not in the top 10. Does it rate in the top 20? No. <laughs> How about 50? Maybe 50. Maybe. You are, you're, you're wrong. How about okay. top 100? Oh, god damn it. <laughs> no. No, correct. How about top 150? No. How about top 200? Look, we can... (laughs) We can keep doing this game. It's ranked at 210, according to Forbes. Okay. As As an aside, if you look at the actual top 30 colleges, there are one, two, three... Four, five, six. Six of them in California. Okay. 
This movie aims so fucking low that it's like, can she get into community college? Stay tuned for an hour and a half to find out. And and she still has to pay. Yes. She still has to pay for the college. After. Yes. Anyway, a group of three old white people were judging her. Oh, we didn't mention that, I guess. Um, Doolittle, when it got rebooted, was the first two movies, anyways, were starring Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. playing Dr. Doolittle, uh, as the nutty professor who plays every character in... <laughs> I'm trying to think of Eddie Murphy movies where he just plays every character. <laughs> uh, Pluto Nash, does he? Yeah. Uh, and in, in the clumps in the clumps yeah so eddie murphy plays the clumps in the nutty professor where he's dr doolittle <laughs> basically yeah. it's the same character in every fucking movie correct yeah, yeah, yeah they just stick him in like animal costumes and have him do a weird voice and that's how he talks to the animals basically watch that film yeah so, <laughs> I, I now want to watch that so this is the fourth dr doolittle they have long since ran past the point of having money to pay for Eddie Murphy. Right? They still got money for Norm MacDonald. They got that Norm MacDonald cash flowing in, though. Look, you don't call it Norm MacDonald cash. It's a little Caesar's fucking hot and ready people. <laughs> Alright? Come on. Oh, and, like, you don't even have to phone up Norm MacDonald. If you buy a little Caesar's hot and ready and just, like, put it out on the windowsill, he'll just smell it and if, come by. If you get crazy bread, Norm MacDonald will voice over for your movie. <laughs> like, that's all it takes, man. It's $3. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, waft that, out, waft that out the window a little bit. You know, send the signal for Norm MacDonald. He'll be there. Don't worry. Oh he, he's God. always ready for a hot so, and ready. So the the university panel that's trying to accept her, quote mm-hmm. unquote, is these three old white people. And it has this very awful undertone of just like white people judging minorities, which is a common theme in this movie. Um, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you saying that, that it's a common theme in this movie simply because everybody in the president's retinue, all the Secret Service, all the chief of staff, all of his family, all of like the people that he knows are all really, really white? Anybody who's not in a service job is white in this movie, yes. And and Maya, who is the daughter of a famous veterinarian who can talk to animals, who can also talk to animals, is delegated to being the help. Yes, that is what I'm saying. She's the nanny. It She's sucks. literally a nanny. It sucks. So they ask her to prove her worth because she's dumb. <laughs> by bringing her to their baby cute animal nursery that they have at the university for some reason. That's like literally right outside of the dean's office. I like to, in my universe headcanon for this film, I feel like the dean was like, I need I need to have a uh, animal nursery for the, the, the vet department. <laughs> Yeah. Get me you know all what? the exotic baby animals I, you can. I question the fact that she's a vet, by the way. I think she's much closer to an animal psychologist in this movie than a veterinary. There is no medical yes. knowledge at all in this film. Yeah. there's On display. Well, and like her whole uh, shtick, too, is not about her doing like medical stuff with animals or anything like that. It's all no. just like talking to animals to she even does like they even do a a couple of little bits like that where she's like 
did you not like your parents kind of thing? Like, she's, like, talking to them like she's a psychologist. Ah, uh, yes, and tell me about your mother. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, they do <laughs> like that. She's, she's yeah. more Sigmund Freud than fucking Doolittle. At least that's how she's That written. feels extremely insulting to Sigmund Freud. I don't think that we can compare her to anybody because it's just... Her sights are so low, and yet she still constantly doesn't make them. Like, So she basically gets made a fool of by these animals, is the point. Mm. And she doesn't get into the university. So she goes back home... And it's like, oh no, that went badly. And then, uh, someone from the government, who I assume is the CIA or whatever, shows up. And they're two friends of the director that they could get on set that day. <laughs> it's incredible what fucking nerds these guys look like. They're like, oh, I'm the one guy's like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm Secret Service. Yeah. Oh, He's like yeah, 110 yeah. pounds soaking I'm, wet wearing that suit. And like I, I'm five also Secret eight. Service. Uh, I was just out lifting. And I'm, I'm yeah, he go looks s- like six. They look like they're 16 years old. Like, go, it's incredible go how young like, they look. They look like they're later, trying bro. to play adults. So bad. Like, th- their suits are too big, I think. I think that's the problem. They, they look like they're, they're kids in an adult suit. Yes. Yes, I was going to yes. say, they look like they'd be more at home if they were standing on each other's shoulders in, like, yeah. a big trench coat and being like, oh, we're from uh, the government. I'm Mr. Yep. Government. So, so three kids show up who are like, yes, we're Mr. Adult, <laughs> dressed up in a trench coat. They're like, hey, we're looking for Dr. Doolittle. The president has dire need for him. Oh, uh, Eddie Murphy couldn't make it to the film basically you know then maya's like oh i can talk to animals too i don't believe you okay now that we've proved that you know every single character in this show that i like yeah name name every x-men if you're a real x-men fan (laughs) (laughs) oh oh you can talk to animals yeah name every animal i'll count (laughs) i'm just sitting here waiting yeah, so they do a Jesus like Christ. thirty second scene of her having like him show a card to Norm Macdonald, who's the dog, yeah. by the way. All three um, kids still in the trench coat pull out a deck yeah, of yeah, cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. they show playing cards to the dog. The dog reads them off to her, and she tells them what the cards are while looking away. And they go, "Oh my god, you really do have the ability. We we have to get you to the president because it's in dire dire need." absolute urgent stuff oh my god it's, it's the the worst that you've ever seen all right well we'll take you to the president get in the president and what's the problem boys the problem is that there wasn't more ska in this movie <laughs> sure that's, that's but also problem. what's no, okay what's okay. The, then the Let, the big urgent news the the horrible horrible thing that we need this whole movie to revolve around well okay let's set this up first so Dr. Doolittle and his daughter can talk to animals, right? Okay. Yes. It doesn't need more... What? what no, but what are things that animals could do that would be evil that the president would even need help with? Like, Oh, oh okay. Oh, oh, you're yeah. talking about the things that we thought would happen. What, what yeah, like, no, no, no. Are they going to the train thing? monkeys to do drone strikes? Um, yeah. They're going to have, like, dolphins disarm, like, mines in the ocean like, or, like, the send Nazis, torpedoes. Yeah, like, the Nazis have attached bombs to dolphins, and we need Dr. Doolittle to get on a sub and talk to the animals to track down the dolphin before they blow up Pearl Harbor. Or something. Right? It, it's <laughs> <laughs> I love this. The Nazis are 
they're going to blow up Pearl Harbor in 2008. <laughs> right? Like, like, it's gotta be, Dude, it's I, gotta be something. I just want to let you know, I, I, I'm in for this movie. When, when are we, when are we doing this? Cause like, that's, this is great. I, that, my you, we're cutting this out of the podcast. The like, let's turn this off. Nobody's allowed to steal this. Do not steal this section. This is, this is intellectual property of Boyks and Ilium. This is very important. You're no. not allowed to steal. Do not steal our movie idea. It's a very it's, good one. Don't it's, steal. It's not like there's a secret organization that's planning to kill the world leaders and we need you to train eagles to go spy on them. And those eagles also can drop bombs. No, it's nothing like that. It's nothing the president would need help with. It's that his fucking dog's an asshole. It's nothing anyone would need help with. Yes, his dog is misbehaving. His dog's an asshole. That's it is the whole literally thing. that simple. It's literally that simple. His dog is misbehaving. She now she used to be really nice and sweet, but now she rips up the cushions. What a fucking low stakes movie. <laughs> Uh, yeah the one the other thing that could actually be described as stakes is her trying to get into college and she's trying to get into like the most middling college in america yeah so maya's like i'll go help the president because he could give me an in to get into this who gives a shit college (laughs) to my local community college yeah i i it's physically painful how little this story matters. It's not that nothing happens in it. Like, there's there's other movies... I mean, nothing happens in it either. But it, there's other movies that we've watched that, like, take longer to do things. And they have more scenes that are just total wastes, right? Like, where it's just people talking yeah. and them trying to pad out time. And this does a bit of that. But in, mostly it does actually follow this plot. It's just that why would anyone care at all? So anyway, so anyway Maya Doolittle goes to the Oval Office and starts teaching the president's dog how to assassinate foreign dignitaries. <laughs> that, like, yes, that's the, yes, correct. Like I said, train monkeys to do drone strikes. <laughs> Strap torpedoes on the dolphins. These are the things the U.S. government would do. There is the plot. Is, okay, so he needs the dog to be good because the daughter of some other head of state really likes his dog because his dog is a big celebrity. I don't know. Um, and they need they need that present that head of state to like the United States. Because they have a huge rainforest, and they need to uh, tear it down for a bunch of oil rigs. Oh, wait, sorry. No, 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 no. The oh, president's protect stopping it. Protect that? it. Yeah, protect it. Yeah. This movie's incredibly unbelievable, boys. I mean, no, 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 no. Not, not the docking dog thing. Like, no, no, no. The, no, the, no, the, the U.S. is protecting a rainforest. So, I mean, like, <laughs> they have resources, and we're a powerful government, and we need them. So, Maya, I know this is going to be hard, but we need you to train... We need you to chain, you know, jungle warriors, and I'm talking about cheetahs or jaguars, to go in and just go for the throat. <laughs> just kill them. 
we need to we need you to coup yet another country. How are we gonna set this up? I know we can send in animals. No one will expect. It. Yeah, we're gonna put you on an Apache helicopter. No, it's the dog is just pissing on people's legs. It doesn't really gross sneeze on a guy constantly. Yeah, it does. The, the dog's cute. So they go to the Oval Office. The dog destroys the Oval Office, which was honestly very cathartic after the last four years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, I will give you that. Yes. that Good point. Good, good point. Yes. This so, dog... So, I actually like this scene because the dog, like, jumps on the cat. So they're like, all right, bring Daisy in. They open up the yeah. door. Daisy runs in. She shreds the couch cushions and, like, flips the table over um, mm -hmm. and, like, sneezes on the one guy's leg in a really gross fashion. And then we go to grab her. Like, she runs and jumps onto a chair. Yeah. And the chair starts, like, sliding towards the door. And as it slides towards the door, a Secret Service person, like, opens the door and lets her out. And she, like, flips them off as she slides yeah, out of the, the room. Yeah, the chair slide and the dog literally flipping both birds as it goes out the door. Like, mm, Yeah, that Chef one kiss. was pretty good. Chef I'll, kiss. I'll give them that one. That was a good scene. So the president gets mad and is like, hey, we're taking everybody, including the dog, to our presidential ranch. This shit will not stand. So we're taking yeah. a vacation. I can't stand this dog anymore. I need a dog vacation. Take the I, dog with us. <laughs> I don't know what the point of this was. But no, we get well, to like, see the illegal yeah, zoo that he I know, runs, I know. I can so... answer this. It's an easy yeah. question to answer. Yeah. They had one day to film inside of a White House style like set. set and yeah. they didn't have the money to do it after that. Yeah, that's probably it. There we go. Easy. Well, the rest of it is on, like, a, a ranch. That, and you they, can they needed an shoot. outdoor area where they could put animals. Well, and also where you yeah. can shoot for almost free. Yeah. You need to shoot in the woods and on farms where it's very cheap. So the president is showing Maya uh, his illegal zoo of animals that he keeps <laughs> yeah, on the like, ranch. Right? <laughs> It's like, okay, I don't care that you're the president of the United States. This is real fucked up that you've got, like, a bunch of, like, white rhinos and giraffes and cheetahs and stuff just in the American Midwest for your amusement, I guess? Whatever. And Maya starts her therapy session with our dog, who is named Daisy. Mm -hmm. And she brings her dog, which is Norm MacDonald on all fours wearing a leash with a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's really understandable when you see Norm McDonald. They they put a weird like a couple of like floppy ears on him There's and a, a, and a nose. He didn't want to be and, credited. Yeah, I was gonna say it's really no surprise when you see this outfit that Norm McDonald didn't want to be credited for it. There's also a reason they called him Lucky. God, was that his name? Okay, I totally <laughs> for I couldn't remember his name. It was so unimportant. Name. Um, okay, I now know four names from this movie. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Ding! So, so she starts the, the therapy session with Daisy, and Daisy's like, yeah, it's the weirdest thing. I'm just, like, having problems and stuff. And you know what? It would feel a lot better if we, like, talked together with other animals on this illegal zoo that my, you know, presidential owner dragged you to. Hey, let's do a group therapy session. <laughs> Mm -hmm. 
Okay. So she leads she leads her into a barn where a bunch of animals with AK forty sevens pop out and just blast her. <laughs> you the anteater in the side is just going like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Weirdest, it's, like, it's machine only, gun like, mouth noise. Yeah, it's only, like, slightly a joke. Yeah. So it's pretty pretty real, actually. Yeah, they needed her to talk to the animals to raise them for uh, military uses. But little did yeah. they know, Daisy is already starting a coup and has already trained all of these animals for war because the pigeon dive bombs her and is making, like, bomb sounds. Pew, pew, pew. Shit's on her. That's pigeon. And you've got, like, the anteater making AK-47 noises as it spits something at her. I don't know. And egg grenades. And, like, God, they just... There were body parts everywhere. (laughs) It was disgusting. So she stitches herself back together. (laughs) Because her arm can still move, like in Evil Dead 2. And we said said that there was no, like, medical knowledge from this woman. You know, you think that that a good university would have accepted her already. Yeah. Yeah. We've got to try and make this movie more interesting. There's so little in this fucking film. So so she essentially completely fails because she runs out. Uh And... Eventually, the president finds out, because she does this, like, two more times, because she really fucking sucks at her job. And the president gives her the yeah, They just keep redoing this scene. Like, yeah. to, to be clear, I, wanna, I want to press home to people that as we're watching this, we're shorthanding this. We're like, this happens two more times. We had to watch it happen two more times. Yeah. We had to watch her just constantly walk into this room and then get bombarded with shit and then walk out and everybody go... <gasps> As she's, like, covered in random porridge and feces and shit that the animals threw at her. I don't think that was the animals. I think she just walked out of the set. She's like, oh, no. <laughs> Can I leave yet? <laughs> oh, God, I, I made a messy. Please let me leave this <laughs> set. I was trying to get out of the film. And they're like, oh, uh... this is great. Keep rolling. <laughs> God damn it. Uh... Okay, so the president gives her the talk. No, not the talk about Dr. D. The talk about sports and how you got to get your head in the game and hit the ball, kid. And Yeah, you keep your eye on the ball and, and you never give up and losing's just a, another lesson and get back in there, rub some dirt on it and, and get back in that bullpen and fight those animals for America. Okay. Yeah. That's, he gives her the pep talk, I guess. And so then she decides that she's going to keep trying. So, okay. The way she decides she's going to keep trying is by reading a bunch of books about dogs. Specifically that breed of dog. Which seems uh-huh. weird. And then she uses a bunch of racist stereotypes about that breed of dog that she read in books. To try and win over that dog, which don't go very well, God, I might I wanna, add. I want to press home that when we say that she uses a bunch of racial stereotypes for the dogs, you're like, what are you talking about? It's a no, dog. It, kind of I racial. mean it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. the ant the eater talks in the most horrifying, stereotypical, like, Apu Indian voice yes. ever. 
Um, all of the, like, the wallaby is like, Oi, good day, mate! Oi, 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 Bobby shrimp! Like, it's just fucking, yeah. God, it sucks. Like, they're all, they're all very, very horrible racial stereotypes of some kind or another. And Daisy's like an English cocker spaniel, I guess. Yeah, she's a King Charles spaniel. So, so they use a bunch of, like, English stereotypes. The yeah. time went over this dog. And it's just like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> God damn mm-hmm. it. Like, okay, but outside of that, outside of that, she's supposed to be a veterinarian and a an animal therapist. So the way that she tries to figure out what their problem is and how to fix it is not by talking to the animal and figuring no. out what their problem is and working through it. No, it's by... <sighs> Like, just hanging a bunch of racism over their head and assumptions. Well, reading a bunch of books. It's like, okay, if she... So her power is that she can talk to the animals, but her power is entirely useless in this situation that could have gotten anybody else to just train this dog. Correct? Yeah. Like, that's, that's it, right? They just... There's no reason for her to be there. Because she doesn't even use her powers to win over this dog. She just reads about it. So anyway, she feels... And even that doesn't way. work. That doesn't yeah. work either. None of it works. Yeah. No. So so she, she fails miserably, and they decide, okay, let's take Daisy out back and shoot her, and let's get a different cocker <laughs> Time for Daisy's body double. The American public won't know, so... Like, right? That's the thing. Is it's fine. get a different cocker king... Charles Whatever. Spaniel to show off to these other people and then these diplomats. bring your dog back afterwards. Yeah. Okay, whatever. So she fails miserably to do that, and then after the sports pep talk, or whatever, and she fails again, she's like, okay, I got an idea. I'll, I'll talk to them and tell them how shitty they are as animals and how they need to better their fucking lives, those losers. <laughs> yeah. So she just walks in on them again, but this time with defensive maneuvers. She put on her Kevlar, her bulletproof vest, a helmet, a riot shield, uh, tear gas. And she just kind of forces her way in and is like, hey, fuck you (laughs) to every animal. And then they start crying and then she's the good guy. Yeah. And the dog is the bad one because the dog had been lying and said that they were going to send her to the pound. And that's why the other animals were helping the dog. Yep. Yep. So the way that they solve this problem of the dog acting bad is they don't. They just have a really heavy handed and very stupid metaphor. The dog is the president's daughter because at the same time. The president's daughter is also, like, yelling at the dad and is like, I don't want to be the president's daughter. And so then she sneaks out of the house and do-little lady goes and follows her and finds her at a party and is like, you should come home. Your dad actually loves you. And the daughter is like, yeah, I guess. You're right. And that's the solution for that one. And then she does the same thing with the dog. And she's just like, well, but the president still actually loves you. And the dog goes, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. And, and then, it's then the movie's over. Oh, wait, but there's 30 minutes left. There's 30 minutes left. Why is there 30 minutes left? Well, before we get to that, there is something that pisses me off about that last scene. 
Because mm-hmm. the dog's like making a very valid point. Daisy is saying, hey, I'm being, you know, a little shit. Uh- because I'm feeling like I'm being used as a political prop for these meetings to be shown off so that diplomats will then like the president and thus our country and sign things. And what do they fucking do with her? They use her as a political prop so that diplomats will sign things and like the president in America. It's a valid point. And oh, they yeah. don't resolve it. No, of course not. I mean, it's the same... There's another thing, like, there's a subplot also of, God, I use this in the loosest possible terms, um, of, so there's Cole, the man that showed up at her house originally to recruit her, um, and one of the few people that I remember a name of, and he is, like, trying to be nice to her, and I think they're trying to make it a love interest, but they don't go anywhere with it. Like, they just kind of have them as friends, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. But he has another woman. And, like, this is... It's obviously supposed to be a love triangle, but they don't flesh any of it out in the slightest. And there's no payoff for it. So I don't know what they were doing with it. uh, If they just cut all the scenes or what. But there's another woman that's there that, I guess, likes him or something. And so she's a real bitch to do little lady. But her reason for being a bitch to do little lady isn't fleshed out because there's no, like, romantic tension at all or anything stated. Like, there's no, they're, they're not, they don't, like, hold hands at some point or she's not, like, do you know what, like, there's never any affection shown between these two people that would make it so that it seems that she's jealous or something. She's just a bitch mm-hmm. for being a bitch's sake. Yeah. And you're left to infer about it. And then she changes her mind about it. For the exact same reasons, for nothing. For she just eventually and, and the like, characters accept her for nothing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like okay, yeah, yeah. She so what happens is she goes and goes to rescue like the the daughter, and uh, when they go to get her, she's like, well, they say um, they rescue oh, well, her from like, the whitest party you've ever seen. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, they're like, all right, we're gonna go and go and do this kind of thing. And as they're doing that, she tells do little lady says to her. Oh, like, you've been a real bitch to me, basically. And she's like, oh, I can't believe you said that, and is all offended. And five seconds later, they're outside, and they're gonna, they're like, all right, we're off on our adventure. And she goes, can I come along? Yeah, she doesn't even apologize. Yeah, and they go, yeah, I guess. And she's like, oh, okay, thanks, I'm glad that you forgive me. And you're like, wait, what? What?" No, I didn't forgive you. I just said you could come along. And why is she, why does she want to come, why is she suddenly, like, apologizing? Why was she mean to her in the first place? None of it is resolved. There's just nothing. It's just absolutely fucking empty. There is nothing. To get to get back to your point of why there's 30 more minutes is because they finally found a plot, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Uh, the plot is that one of the Secret Service agents is actually, I, I don't know, an asshole? And he <laughs> he fed the president. I mean, but uh, that's everybody in this movie, Boyks. That's not very descriptive. No, it's not. But he, he fed the president bad oysters on a previous deal with the same diplomats so that he vomited on the diplomats George H.W. Bush style. Because that's a yeah. reference they needed to make. And they are making a second attempt at that same deal this time. And he also wants them to fail because he has a monetary stake in that rainforest going away. And he wants to make money like a capitalist fuck, which is our whole government. 
I was gonna say, like, this, so, this is the only believable plot. The unbelievable part of it is the president's against it. <laughs> yeah, what? So, so that's his plan, is to ruin this so that he can monetarily gain from the failure. Yeah. Which is literally everybody in Congress. So I don't... I want to very, very quickly, when this plot first came up, the first time that this was mentioned in the slightest, yeah. I told you to pause so that I could see the time on the movie. Yeah. It was an hour and seven minutes into this movie. The runtime is 85 minutes. Yeah, because there's five minutes of credits. Yep. <laughs> there is 18 minutes left of film for them to do the entirety of the plot. I mean, they kind of do the entirety of that plot in 18 minutes, I guess. Oh, they. I mean, they do because it's so fucking thin, but it's just... Like, you have to go slog through an hour and seven minutes to get the first hints of what the actual plot was supposed to be. Yeah. So the way that this is a plot, by the way, is because he's talking over the phone about his plans, and a prairie dog who thinks he's a groundhog, which doesn't fucking matter, uh, mm -hmm. overhears his phone call and is like, oh shit, I should do something. So he breaks into the scene from last of us 2 which was in the initial trailers where everybody's dancing around in a big tent and he's like hey ellie the last of us is about to happen <laughs> and then he's like oh fuck i'm in the wrong movie slash game and then burrows again and winds up in the same exact tent but this time it's in the movie where maya is there she's like hey what are you doing under the table oh somebody's gonna try and poison the president oh we shouldn't do anything about that <laughs> all right let's not say a word i mean okay listen i i do relate to that though <laughs> like to be fair hmm, actually you know <laughs> so, so why it doesn't do fucking anything and then huh, kind of agree with you know i'm starting to come around on this movie i start, i think that i might agree with maya now now i i finally am understanding the final part of this film i don't understand and then the the prince from... Yeah, to stretch, but to, to I just want to reiterate yeah. though, we have 18 minutes for the yeah. last, for the entirety of the plot, and the plot is so fucking thin that they had to make it so that the characters don't address the plot so it doesn't get resolved fast enough. Like, yeah, she doesn't tell anyone. They have she to stretch it the fuck out over those 18 minutes. They couldn't do 18 full minutes of plot. So anyway, a bunch of the animals sneak in to an upstairs part of the ranch where there's a safe and the monkey who's the best character in the whole movie starts cracking the safe to get at the documents inside that prove that there was an evil plot to poison the president which maya could have just fucking told everybody about okay at the same time daisy starts singing the national anthem for the nation that these diplomats are from and by singing i mean somebody shot that dog and it was crying and it felt fucking awful <laughs> yeah like that and they're like oh my god this is adorable this is my favorite song i love this song <laughs> it's awful it sounds like they're torturing this fucking dog but like well sorry it doesn't it sounds like somebody is trying to pretend like they're a dog being tortured it sounded like i did it you know what was torture was watching this fucking movie Daisy. okay 
Ah. But the dog's not barking in that scene. And... Oh, How did you teach God. the dog to do this? What? Ew. What? What? But it doesn't sound like she's barking. It sounds like no. It sounds like this she's in pain. pain. Yeah. It sounds like agony. We shot her leg. These are the noise she made. <laughs> oh, fucking Christ. Yeah. No, that was that was us crying out for this movie to end. That wasn't <laughs> yes, a dog. Yeah. No, it was like. Eh. What they did is they they brought in a focus group and then they turned the mics on and they, they yeah, like let the sound of all of those poor souls suffering filter through and they're like okay that's gonna be the song that will have Maya or not Maya God what Daisy Her, Daisy saying Daisy's the dog yeah so yeah. after the least interesting monkey safe cracking scene I have ever seen. <laughs> I I hate that this is the one thing that could have been interesting. Like they finally did something that was wild. Because you even said they're like, oh, yeah. they're just gonna they're not gonna let this monkey crack the safe. They're gonna do it off screen because it's too interesting. And they did it on screen, but they made it so bland and uninteresting it wasn't worthwhile. Yep. <laughs> just like it's up. Damn so, it. So the <laughs> thought secret they were gonna do something good. The double agent, secret servant agent who really wants to make a bunch of money off of destroying a rainforest. Uh, ends up poisoning a dish, and all the food gets put out on the table. The president starts to eat, and Maya's like, I should actually figure out something to do. Uh, don't eat that. Let me tell you first a joke. What do you get when you cross a bungee and an owl? My ass. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and she the, cracks open yeah. her like book of animal jokes for five-year-olds and just starts riffing yeah and, and the president rightfully says shut the fuck up and sit down <laughs> yes at which she point she's like well there's nothing i can do guess the president's gonna po get poisoned and die did everything well, i could sorry i <laughs> i tried so she watches him eat the food she's like well he's poisoned now no shit it didn't poison him well i got lucky this time <laughs> oh yeah. no it was the dog they were gonna poison <laughs> And of Which, course, why? I don't why? know. Look, why? It's so, it's so we could get the scene where the dog eats a bunch of LSD and goes fucking crazy. <laughs> that was actually kind of an okay scene. The dog gets like a weird acid trip vibe and they yeah. show doggo vision as it like runs across tables and because so, Daisy shit. attacks by leaping and licking the face of the diplomat, which was kind of adorable when you think about it. And the diplomat gets mad. He's like, I can't believe you have had this dog attack me by licking my face and being adorable. <laughs> I can't believe that I would have to pet dog, this cute yeah. King Charles Spaniel. How dare you? And I am incredibly offended. Now I will destroy all of the rainforests everywhere to spite you. Sure. And then Norm MacDonald... That's McDonald's... the fucking plot. I just, like, yeah. that's... Yes. Whatever. The reason he won't... He's gonna destroy the rainforest is because the dog went over and wanted pets. So Norm MacDonald picked up the piece of paper and then ran on all fours into the tent wearing his collar and mm -hmm. sat down in front of the president, dropping it and then getting good pets. And Maya picks it up. He's like, aha, now I have proof that you were gonna poison the president. And then they execute that person on the spot as all the Secret Service agents just fucking blast him in the most horrible 
gore intense scene of the film. Yeah, very much like. Have you yeah. ever seen uh, RoboCop where there's like oh, the yeah, 209 yeah. scene in the yeah, boardroom and there's just like, bah, 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 like shooting the body and all the blood spurting? It's, it's like that. It's very yeah. similar. And then mm-hmm. afterwards, the song Shout starts playing and they all start dancing on top of his corpse while kicking him for three mm-hmm. minutes, the entirety of the song. They just keep yeah, they do, it on it. They do literally do the entirety of Fuck the song it. as every member of the cast dances because they could not pad this film out anymore at 85 minutes runtime. Yep. They still had to actually pad it out by having the whole song as a dance number. And, and we we swipe, you know, sweet screen transition back home. Uh, Maya has left the White House and is back home and is looking at her mail. She's like, I got into college! Wow! Everything's resolved. I wanted to point out one other thing that's really fucking obnoxious and stupid, though. The whole film revolves around her being able to talk to animals, and everybody knows she can talk to animals, and everybody knows Dr. Doolittle exists, and he's super Uh famous, and this is like very well-known in-universe canon that people can talk to animals and that she's one of the people with that ability. And she goes, aha, he's trying to poison the president. Oh, how do you know? I talked to the animals and they overheard him. And they go, you can talk to animals. Are you going to believe this nonsense? And it's like, yes, that's the, yes. We hired her because she can't. Like, that that's originally her thing is she yells at him like oh i know because i heard it from the animals that you were outside on your phone and they overheard you and they're all like we can't possibly believe that nobody talks to animals and you're like what the fuck film <laughs> like like uh, this this was uh, this was agonizing it went on too long i i just wanted to know when the end would come so that I could be relieved. And I'm not even talking about the election. Uh, <laughs> I just want this shit to end. I This film doesn't have... It has, like, okay, so the special effects on, like, dogs talking and people doing things and stuff are fine. Sure. Like, they, they have decent cinematography. They go to, like, some okay locations. Like, the set for the White House is... I, I imagine they probably actually filmed in, like, a, a big government a, building somewhere. No, it was a studio set, because they had studio lighting. Okay. But, you know, what, like, yeah. well, or, like, or they might have set up lighting in a in a, in a a government office somewhere. Like, it, it actually looked pretty good. Like, they had a lot of yeah. nice, like, marble kind of staircase areas that looked like they could be at a White House type setting. Like, they, they had good sets, honestly. They had stuff like that that was really nice. Um, but it's just... It's Look, it's I, worse because of that. This is one of those movies where it needed to either be like 80% better or 30% worse, right? Like it needed to be a lot worse to actually be interesting. I'm going to do you a favor. You do not need to say anything nice about this movie. All right? <laughs> you you do not need to do that. This is this is No, I'm I'm not mm. saying anything nice about this movie though because I'm saying it's so fucking garbage that it needed to be worse to actually be a better film. No, it's okay. You can come to terms with the fact that this movie blows. <laughs> that it is really fine. Does. Yes. That is yeah. fine. Okay. Let's rate the let's rate the dogs. Let's rate the dogs. Uh Lucky, the dog that Norm McDonald talked over was actually really cute and 
I feel bad saying I actually really like this dog, not Norm Macdonald just randomly saying things to random scenes of dog doing thing that he, he watched and then talked to I, I really want to, I want everybody to note down uh, this date. This is currently November 7th, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 1.17 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. The Boyks has conceded that Norm Macdonald is a good boy. I want that noted. Into the record. Norm I give this dog an extremely conservative 10 out of 10. This dog is actually incredible. I have to. Yep. I love this dog a lot. They have it every scene that it's in. It's really, really, really cute. I don't know yep. um, what kind of dog it is. It's. It looks like a mutt to me. Yeah, to it looks just kind of like a mutt. It's uh, like a blonde kind of dog. So kind of like golden lab colors, but yeah. very much not a lab. Like it's like a, a cross between like a spaniel and something. Um, I would say probably, but it. It's just a really, really cute, scruffy-looking yeah. mutt kind of dog, and it rolls around on its belly in almost every scene. Like this dog was just constantly going around every cast member and every person that was filming, asking for pets and like running around in circles over and over. Yeah, it's great. There's even a scene where you can tell that Norm Macdonald just ad ad libs over whatever garbage like film that they have for this dog. And so there's like scenes of it running in a circle over and over, and Norm Macdonald's like, "Oh, I'm I'm getting d d dizzy," because he doesn't know what else to say. But the dog's just being really cute. Like it's just a super uh, rambunctious hyper dog that absolutely wanted pets from everybody in the cast. I don't know if it counts as giving Norm Macdonald a good rating if Norm Macdonald removed his name from this film. I'm gonna point that out <laughs> real quick. I don't think that okay, counts. Okay, that's. Fair point. Yeah, Norm Macdonald didn't want to be associated with this dog because this dog is too good so for Norm Macdonald. I think Macdonald. I think that's like an exorcism of him from the film, and then maybe that's maybe that's why he's dog. uncredited. Maybe Norm yeah. Macdonald wanted to be credited, but they were like, "Lucky's too yeah. good of a dog to be attached yeah. to Norm Macdonald. Strike him from the movie." <laughs> Speaking of good dogs, Daisy just tore down the establishment, fought for the oppressed people. Uh, pissed all over the Oval Office, and like, you know what? Daisy's a very good dog. I would give Daisy a 13 out of 10. Fight the power. What a good da dog. Daisy was trying to spark a revolution with her little, like, uh, Australian animal army, and yeah. I I would have much rather have seen the movie where Daisy tries to coup the president. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. And what she's a good dog. A King Charles Spaniel, as we said, and it's just a really, really cute dog. They have the, all the best scenes are definitely the animals in this. Like mm -hmm. the one thing this movie has is that they have a lot of animals and they show them a bunch. And there's a lot of really cute ones. They have like a chinchilla and all of these really cute dogs and the monkey. There's like a oh, what kind of monkey is that again? It's just like a little chimp kind of thing. Uh, you could think of it as like a circus monkey if you really want but i don't yeah don't like the like organ grinder monkeys organ i can't remember grinder, the name yeah. of that yeah yeah, yeah, I yeah. But like if you see like an organ grinder monkey it's that one and it was a, like a french revolutionary in the yeah. beginning which yeah. was amazing it's so good it's like oh we we oh, oh we go take down the government <laughs> storms of bastille remember, <laughs> remember the 5th of november let's blow up parliament oh -ho. <laughs> like that's really that's really the monkey. good. That monkey rules. <laughs> uh, it, there's only like yeah, what four minutes of monkey in this film though. That's the there's problem. There's not enough. Yeah, there's not nearly enough to save this movie. They needed more of that shit. Like they needed to go for something. This movie doesn't go for anything. 
I mean, it goes for the trash. <laughs> so mad. I this was a waste. This is a waste of my morning. <laughs> I I feel cheated. I wanted to it see was. like animals running around causing havoc in the government. They do they do nothing. There's like the one scene where Daisy trashes the Oval Office, which is great, yeah. and then yeah. there's nothing. There's just nothing. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck this movie. I'm out. Fuck this movie. <laughs> I know that we say that all the time, but uh, after Howling <sighs> 2, we got to watch, last week we got to watch Christopher Lee. I just want to say, we got to watch Christopher Lee, and that ruled. Christopher Lee was great. This movie doesn't have a Christopher Lee. This this movie needed a Christopher Lee. <laughs> this movie needed some sort of an overthrowing of the government, for sure. And yes. instead we got being a political pawn is okay, I guess. I mean, that's that's one of the things, like, again, yeah. the stakes are so low. It's it's the same problem as the college yeah. thing, where it's like, oh, she's she's got to get into a prestigious university. Um, where can we have her go? San Francisco University? Like, don't get me wrong, I'm sure that it's a fine enough university, but if you're going to have it be a high-stakes thing for your plot, like, it, Harvard, Princeton, like, yeah. California Tech, like, do, do something that's people will know is like, oh, this is one of the top five universities in the U.S. Like, but they don't do that. And then the same thing with the the villainous chief of staff kind of thing is that it's like, he's not trying to even like kill the president and take his spot. He's just, I, I'm, I'm going to destroy part of this rainforest for money. Okay. It, it's such a low stakes fucking movie. There's yeah. nothing. It's, well, anyway, do you want to go train some dogs to, like, I don't know, infiltrate Who's Popeyes? The <laughs> no, 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 right, no, don't say to... that. We can't say that. No, that's mm. not okay. But can we train monkeys? <laughs> no. We, we need to get the French revolutionary monkeys. Hold this up, is boy. going Keep off up. the rails. We cannot. Okay, okay. I would like to apologize to anybody in the government who is listening to this podcast. <laughs> This, this podcast is now on a watch list. If you need us, we'll blink twice if we're in trouble. I'm really, I'm really sad they didn't poison the president is all I can say. In any case, thanks for watching. Don't watch Dr. Doolittle 4. Oh my god. <laughs>